Radio Headspace is supported by Quince. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. A piece I'm loving from Quince are the linen pants that are perfect amount of cozy and corporate. So indulge in affordable luxury, y'all. Go to quince.com slash radioheadspace for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash radioheadspace to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash radioheadspace. EarthBreeze Eco Sheets look just like a dryer sheet, but it's ultra-concentrated, liquidless laundry detergent. EarthBreeze is tough on stains and odors while being kind to the planet and your skin. EarthBreeze Eco Sheets are dermatologist-tested, hypoallergenic, and free of bleach, dyes, and parabens. There's also a fragrance-free option. EarthBreeze got rid of unnecessary chemicals for a formula that is kind to sensitive skin of all ages, including babies. No more heavy lifting or measuring sticky blue goo from a massive plastic jug. My favorite thing about Eco Sheets is how easy they are to use. And I guarantee you, once you start using them, you'll never go back. Right now, my listeners can receive 40% off EarthBreeze just by going to earthbreeze.com slash radioheadspace. That's earthbreeze.com slash radioheadspace to cut out single-use plastic in your laundry room and claim 40% off of your subscription. EarthBreeze.com slash Radio Headspace. Headspace Studios. Hi, it's Andy here, and welcome to Radio Headspace. And to Tuesday morning. Throughout these podcasts, every now and again, we touched upon meditation itself even the techniques to some degree. And I wanted to talk about one particular technique today. It's not really about the technique, it's more about the quality, the reason for doing the technique, the intention behind it. You might have heard of it. It's called loving kindness. And I think it's a really interesting way to think about how we show up in the world. In one of the earliest monasteries that I trained in, Many of the, the monks and nuns will not only spend time in the monastery, and the monastery, by the way, is and the retreat center is actually kind of in the jungle. So, you know, it's surrounded by wild forest, wild animals and everything else. So the training takes place not only there, but actually in the forest itself. And monks and nuns will go away into the forest for extended periods of time and on sort of elevated platforms, sometimes in the tree, not always, sometimes kind of it will be on the floor, but often to keep away from snakes and other wild animals. Some of them are really intense, by the way, really poisonous. They would build these platforms in the trees. It's interesting, if you look at the training before they go into those periods of retreat and meditation, they actually spend a lot of time practicing loving kindness. 
And you might kind of think, you know, sort of what's the association? So imagine you walk into a room one day and there's someone there who, you know, you know really well. And without them saying anything, you kind of have a feel, right, for what's going on in their mind, in their body and in their life on that day. At that moment, we just have a feel. There's something that we give out when we're happy, when we're feeling kind and generous, when we're feeling angry, when we're feeling sad. There is just a feeling beyond speech, beyond even action. And we sense it, we know it. And it's interesting, often it's sort of not ignored, but maybe underrated or undervalued. We accept the fact that, you know, we're quite comfortable talking about, oh yeah, dogs know. Like dogs are brilliant at that. They always know when I'm happy, when I'm sad. But for some reason as humans, we bring down the value of that maybe. But these monks and nuns, they'll actually train for long periods of time in loving kindness, knowing that when they go into the forest, if there's any sort of aggression or anger or defensiveness in their body, they are that much more likely to get into trouble with the local wildlife. If they can sit there, I wouldn't say minding their own business, but sort of at peace with their environment within nature, then it seems to be less trouble might befall them. And it's interesting how we think about that in our own lives, you know, and even when we train in loving kindness, it's not just how do we show up for the people that we like in our life, the friendly, the inoffensive, the the people who are most likely to befriend us. It's also how do we show up for those people who maybe we don't know, we've never met before or who we see just every now and again. And then in sort of a more, if you can say, like advanced sort of practice, how do we show up for those people who scare us perhaps or who make us angry, who we're fearful of in some way? The snakes, the tigers of the forest. How do we show up and continue to maintain a sense of stability, of awareness, of compassion. Wanting that person to be well, wanting that person to be healthy and happy, even when they are maybe not acting in the same way towards us. It's a really tough thing to do. And again, it's always really important to frame this in the right way. This isn't about saying it's okay for people to do us harm. We should just love them anyway. It's never okay if someone else is causing you harm, be it physical verbal or emotional in some way. But there are many instances in our life where it's quite possible to continue living ourselves in a a safe environment, healthy and happy in our own body, in our own mind, and not necessarily getting caught up in countering every attack that might come towards us. And when we practice loving kindness, we start to settle into that. We get more in touch with the intention. What does it mean to practice that spirit, that quality of loving kindness? And it's more than just kindness, right? It's loving kindness. The love aspect is, I think, suggesting it's something more than a simple act. There is something bigger than that. Kindness, perhaps bringing it into the world in a more sort of tangible way. So if you do ever get the chance, I thoroughly recommend that you practice loving kindness. You can find it in lots of different packs in the Headspace app, but you can find it in lots of other places as well. Whatever the case, I hope you're able to bring a little bit of that into your day, into your week, and I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow.
Hi everyone, Kaysunga here. If you're here, I assume that you like Radio Headspace. And if you like Radio Headspace, you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring every teacher on the show and our wonderful host, Robin. We talk about life. There is a level of almost addiction here where mm-hmm. you're addicted to just information. It's like information overload. Relationships. Before mm-hmm. you can spread love and kindness to others, you have to first cultivate it within yourself. Yeah. And anything else you can think to ask us. The first step with any change that you want to make is that acceptance and that awareness. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts.